Nice for what to these niggas? Greetings and salutations, you freaky fucks. This is Kiki, and again, welcome to my podcast, Kinks with Kiki. Of course, I decided to start every episode off with my song of the week based off of my mood of the week. And I was playing around with song and mood. And because this is a podcast that discuss kinks and BDSM, I decided to call that segment S&M. So basically, it's the song and mood of the week. My song and mood of the week. And I particularly chose Drake this week as well as last week because I didn't have an episode last week. Because I have been really, really busy with work. Again, I told you once before, um, I got some new tasks at work. So I'm always, always busy and I didn't really have time to sit down and think about an episode. But it kind of came to me a little bit this week just with the things that have happened over the course of the last week and a half. So my mood and song for the week, obviously, you just heard is Drake's Nice For What because at this point I'm just like why do I have to be nice to these niggas I don't have to be nice to these niggas and truthfully I'm really not nice to anyone unless I vibe with you and like I can really tell that you're like a cool ass person then you know I just I fuck with you but in the last couple of days I don't want to be nice to these niggas anymore because half the time I cannot because of the bullshit that I deal with on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis. So, we'll just scale right on into Weekly with Kiki. I don't want to talk about Drake too much because, you know, he, he took an L, but we're not going to talk about that. Aubrey, I'm sorry, but okay. So, Weekly with Kiki. Let me tell you what's been going on in my life for the last week and a half. Um, funny thing is... I ran into my ex-boyfriend last Friday. Well, technically, I didn't run into him. He just happened to have been in my neighborhood. And I was walking across Myrtle Avenue one way, and he was going across Myrtle in the other direction. And we looked at each other, and I politely smiled, rolled my eyes, adjusted my headphones, and kept straight to my destination. At this point, it's been about six months since I've talked to this man I have cut all contact, any form of communication on every platform you can think of. His emails are blocked. His phone number is blocked. His friend's phone numbers are blocked. Anyone who's associated with him that I am aware of is blocked. Social media accounts blocked. Everything is blocked with really, really good reason because we ended in a very, very bad place on a very, very horrible note. He says some things to me that are extremely unforgivable and that he cannot take back no matter how hard he tries. So instead of me investing all of that energy into something so negative, I just decided not to entertain it at all anymore. So I just decided to cut him off, which was probably one of the best things that I could have done because it gave me so much clarity and I have so much more happiness now because I decided to take control of my happiness. So... High five. Kudos to me. Um, But yeah, I ran into him. I I don't know why he's in my neighborhood. I live in Queens. He lives in Brooklyn. And for some odd reason, this is the second time in the last two months that I have seen him. Mind you, when we were communicating, he was never in the neighborhood. Now, ironically, we don't talk at all. And you're always in the neighborhood. That's neither here nor there. Either way, I saw him. I didn't feel anything. There was no ill will. It was just full, just nothing. Just full of nothing. And I was happy about that because I always wondered what would happen when I actually saw him face to face. Our first encounter, we, um, ironically, I was walking out of the supermarket and he was literally pulling up to the stop sign. So we were like, at a 90 degree angle meeting point with each other. I didn't say anything then, I just kept walking. I was actually talking to someone who was making me laugh very, 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 very loudly. And I don't know if he picked up on that or not, but he like drove off manically into traffic and like 
drove through a red light and went through like six, five or six, bypassed five or six cars. It was really dramatic, but he's a fucking Scorpio and you know they do the absolute fucking most, which is why I have a thing about Scorpios. I'm sorry for whoever listens. If you are a Scorpio, I apologize, but nine times out of 10, if you are a man, I will not fuck with you or fuck you. So there you go. Next thing I wanted to talk about was <sighs> Ghost of Fuckboy's Past. And I love that phrase. I should coin it because I'm always saying it. But anyway, so I have a friend of mine. Uh, we will call her Lisa. That's not a real name, but we'll call her Lisa. And she is currently going through a breakup with the man who I am convinced for all intents and purposes, that is her soulmate. I can feel their spiritual energy when they're together. And I can also feel it just from knowing them and the love that they had for each other, even in New York. And they are back in my hometown. So she's going through a breakup with him over some really, really, really fucked up shit. So here's a little backstory. Lisa introduced me to her husband's best friend about two years ago she's like oh i really really want you to meet him we will call him fuckboy we don't have to call him by his real name because we're just gonna call him what he is fuckboy so she introduced me to fuckboy about two years ago and was like oh i think you all will hit it off really really well you should you know, give him a call so we hit it off I thought we would hit it off, you know, to the point where we could go forward and make something of it until I find out that he has a baby on the way by someone he is casually fucking. First red flag, you're casually fucking somebody unprotected and now you have a baby with someone casually. Secondly, did you, you know, choose not to share this information with Lisa? Like, what the fuck? So when I found that out, he was cut off because I just, I, I can't, I just, I don't do baby mamas. I'm not a baby mama. I don't have any kids and I plan to keep it that way. Again, I always say, I believe pregnancy is a choice. You choose who you get pregnant by and you choose when you get pregnant. So please ladies choose wisely. Anyway, so I cut him off because I'm not about that life and I don't want that drama. Fast forward a year later, Lisa and her husband are now divorced and she is happily in a relationship with someone else and fuck boy. I can't just say fuck boy. I have to say Lisa's boyfriend as well is accountable for this just as much as he is. So Lisa's boyfriend reaches out to people that know her to get some information. There are a lot of things about Lisa that a lot of people don't know. And she actually opened up to him and told him everything with a little bit of like information withheld because it was just, she wasn't ready. She was going to get to that point to tell him, but she wasn't ready. But because he was an impatient man, he reached out to some of her friends and was basically like, oh, so tell me what you know about Lisa. And they some of them were you know they were loyal and they were like no that's really not my place i don't really know you like that bro i'm not gonna tell you anything however he reaches out to fuckboy now fuckboy is in his feelings because lisa and her husband aka his best friend have officially divorced and she has left him alone and taken his child granted they're in the same state so it's not like she's taken her away and she's never ever coming back it's just they no longer live together and the family's broken up but he didn't really do anything to try to keep the family together either which is why i fell apart in the first place but that's a story for another time so he reaches out to fuckboy and fuckboy tells him all of this insane information like he makes up all these lies and just he falsifies so much information and downright like egregious egregious just information and i'm just like i was completely shocked when she told me so the sad thing about this story is her boyfriend took all of this at face value and actually believed fuckboy over believing lisa and that was so problematic for me so it caused a rift 
in their relationship, which ultimately led to the demise of their relationship. And now here we are. But I said all of that to say she reached out to me and she asked me if I had his phone number still. And after she told me what he did, which was a few months ago, I was like, oh, girl, fuck that. No, I deleted his phone number. Fuck him and fuck everything he stand for. And I told I was like, I don't have his number. So that was the end of the conversation. And apparently she finds the phone number and she texts him because out of the blue, I have not spoken to this man in God knows when. Like, it's been such a long time since I've talked to him. And he just randomly sends me a text message out of the blue. And I'm like, hi. Didn't even know I still had his phone number saved. But I switched iPhones in January. I went from my 6, which I love dearly, to a 7 Plus. I hated the 7 Plus because it was acting retarded like my 6. So I upgraded to the 8. And now I have just a normal, regular, smegular, degular 8. But it's cool. So he texts me an emoji and I'm like, um, yes, because I'm a bitch. And again, I don't have to be nice to anybody. I'm usually not. But he's like, hey, how are you? Fine. Not here with the shits. You get one like word answers until I had to read the fuck out of his ass. But we'll get to that. So he's like, how have you been? I'm like, I'm good. It's like, oh. That's good. No, life's good. Can't complain. Again, I didn't even ask. I just, hey, I'm good. So he goes into this whole spiel, which I already knew because if you're a woman or a gay man, you know the way of fuck boys. So you knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. So the first thing he asked me is, oh, so when's the next time you're coming to North Carolina? I'm from North Carolina, by the way. Um... I was like, I'm not. And even if I was, it will be nowhere near you. And he's like, wrong answer. I didn't respond. So I'm guessing, you know, typically I say there's a response and no response. But anyway, I didn't respond. So he sent me another message. Once again, wrong answer. I'm going to tell you what this fuckboy said to me verbatim. Shaking my head. It's supposed to be. Of course, you know, I'm coming to see you, daddy. I got to make a stop just so I can get all that come out that dick. Pops. Hold up, Sway. Wait a minute. How? How? Sway? How? So he says this. And again, a lot has changed with me over the course of the last two years. I have matured more you know, I'm, I'm a little bit more mindful of my actions I am more aware of my energy and I value my energy and my peace and just you know my sanity so I tell him well a lot has changed since the last time we saw each other and you have a family I'm not imposing on that so he sends me oh well, like 30 fucking O's and like 12 H's. And I was like, this nigga fucking serious. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to keep my karma clean. You're doing good. You know, you got a house, got a job, got a woman and a baby. Don't want to mess that up. So he sends, oh, okay, smiley face. So I send back, I'm glad you understand. And he says, I'm trying to anyway. And that was three days ago and his ass was left on red. Anyway, I came... So I said all that to come back full circle and just say, I cannot with these fuck boys. You have a woman who's eventually going to become your wife. You're going to have more children with her and you're going to have a whole family. Do I have side chick written on my forehead? Because I don't do other women's niggas. There has to be some boundaries and there are so many women in this world, and I blame fucking social media. It is not a scapegoat. I blame it for everything because it is the goddamn devil. But anyway, so many women have made it okay to be the other woman that 
all men think that women are cool with being the other woman. And let me go on the record and say publicly on my fucking podcast, I am nobody's second in command. I am nobody's second best. I am nobody's side chick. Either you want to be with me and you are single enough to do so or you don't and you can get the fuck out of my way. So anyway, not going to go too deep into that. Last thing I want to talk about giving you all a little weekly update with me is, like I said, I have been working like a monster for the last week and a half and I am fucking exhausted. I fucked up at work and I'm not too happy about it. It really fucking sucked, but I fucked up at work and uh, like I said in the last podcast, I... I'm a paralegal. I work in the financial district in Manhattan. So there really aren't grounds to fuck up. So I lost emotion. Um, to those paralegals out there who knows all about motions and affidavits and serving and court copies and exhibits, you know what I'm talking about. So I lost an entire fucking motion with like 12 exhibits. I have no idea what happened to it. I swear on everything that is holy. I mailed this mailing affidavit and I mailed these motions and these claims reps. I have proof that I mailed it and I saw the proof. I had the physical proof. I made a copy of the envelope to prove that I mailed it because I'm anal about things like that. On, on top of me loving anal sex, I'm very anal at work. So it's nowhere to be found. We have a court copy that we keep in the office for the attorneys to file when they go to each county court, whether it's Kings, New York, Bronx, Queens, Richmond, Nassau, Suffolk, anybody who knows Westchester, you know New York and the surrounding areas, those counties. And the court copy is nowhere to be found. I feel like somebody is trying to sabotage me on the low, but I'm not going, I'm trying not to go there because I want to keep my energy peaceful. I got my white candle lit. You're always supposed to light a white candle every day, even if it's briefly for peace and purity to get rid of all negative energies that you may bring in that you harbored throughout the workday. But I'm not going to go, you know, full hippie on you either. But like I said, I lost the fucking motion. And I had to tell the attorneys that I lost the motion. And I was so stressed. And I think that's probably why, like I had a mini flare again. I've said before, I have lupus. I'm probably sure that's why I mini flared because I was so stressed out. I was like, they're going to fucking fire me because I lost this motion. Luckily, the attorneys, most of them are within ages of like 29 and 36. And then, of course, you have the old heads that have been practicing law since the beginning of time and before all of us existed. So they were so fucking chill about it and was like, oh, just do it again. So I did it again. I mailed it, I scanned it to not only myself, but my coworker to prove that I did this in the first place and I mailed it back out and everything has been bliss. And because of that, I have been working my ass off because I don't, I want them to forget that that happened. And I want them to see me excel and overachieve like I tend to do sometimes in the workplace and sometimes in school, but I'm not in school anymore. So that's neither here nor there. So yeah, that's pretty much, you know, the updates, what's been going on with me. Been working my ass off, dodging fuckboys and ignoring exes. Hopefully I won't get any phone calls from anybody anytime soon because as of now, everyone who could cause any type of damage to my life and any type of rift in my peace of mind has officially been blocked. So when i was thinking of this episode like it just hit me in the last couple of days and with everything that i have been talking about is like with the fuck boys and just work being fucking ridiculous i have been in a super mood to give head again i'm single there are no prospective sex partners in the picture again i've cut everyone off because it was not feeding me mentally and spiritually and it was barely feeding me physically i was listening to small doses with amanda seals her podcast today and she called men like that twinkies 
And I thought that was so interesting because she was basically saying like a Twinkie, they'll, you know, they'll satisfy your sweet tooth or that craving that you have for the time being, but they have no real nutritional value to your soul or to your appetite, actually. So they're kind of like temporary. And as a woman now officially in her 30s, I'm 30 to be exact, I am so past the Twinkie phase. So the sex partners, I mean, if you if I want to have a sex partner, that's effortless. Again, sex is everywhere, but I want something more than a sex partner. So I'm not giving head to anybody, no woman, no man, no anybody, because I need you to feed me spiritually and emotionally as well as physically, because to the man who finally does that, he has no idea how nasty I will be for him. But anyway, I've been in the mood to give really, really good head. And head turns me on so much. I've squirted off of head. Like, no type of stimulation down there. No manipulation. No touching. No anything. I was just so turned on that I orgasmed them. Just by giving head. So I've been in that type of mood. I'm talking about that sensual, sexy, sloppy fucking head. That's all I've been wanting to do all week. But like I said, I have no one. So it's all good. I can fantasize and that is what I have been doing. So it made me think of just wanting to give head for the last couple of weeks and just this shit at work and the shit with these fuck boys. And I came up with the title of the podcast as Scumbags, Snowballers and Swallow Queens. And yes, there is a meaning behind each word. Scumbags, these fucking niggas. And you don't have to be nice to them ladies or men just to let you know you don't nice for what nice for what what you need to be nice to these niggas for you don't need to be nice to these niggas so nice for what so scumbags snowballers and swallow queens and obviously my topic today is going to be about the illustrious form of dick sucking i am an avid dick sucker i love giving head i advocate for those who give head, high five sis, high five sir, may you suck dick until you're blue in the face or your jaws fall off. That is what I am here for. I like to give head to the point where I just give you head. Wake up, give you head. Going to the bathroom, take a shower. Okay, I'm going to give you head before you go to the shower. I'll give you head in the shower. I'll give you head when we get out of the shower. I'll give you head for as long as you want me to give you head. As many times as you need me to give you head, I will give you head. Because I love to suck dick. It is everything to me. But I love to eat pussy too because that's what bisexuals do. So it's just, but we're not talking about pussy eating today. That's another episode later on down the road. We're going to talk about dick sucking today. And... It's so many things that I want to cover. It's like snowballing and swallow queens, which these are obviously kinky terms. And I had a conversation with somebody. Well, it was like a little messaging um, session with someone today about cum and swallowing and snowballing. And for those who don't know, snowballing is when a woman or man, because you know, we don't judge here and we don't discriminate. You know, if hey, if you're a man and you love suck dick, high five me, sir. Chest bump me, sir, if you don't hurt my boobs because they're sore right now because of hormones. But, you know, whoop. Yes, sir, suck that dick. I'm here for it. Anyway, um, it's for those who suck dick and the man comes in their mouth and they then, in, <laughs> then spit the cum back into the man's mouth um sidebar so i'm listening to my music i have it in the background i just wanted to let this play a little bit i love miguel and this is probably my favorite song teach me by miguel dangerous dangerous music anyway like I said, going back to talking about snowballing. So, yeah, it's basically when someone is sucking a dick, that person comes in their mouth and then they spit the cum in the person who came in their mouth's mouth. So it's like the woman gets the cum. She spits the cum back into the man's mouth and he can spit it back into hers, i.e., which is why they call it snowballing, because it's like a snowball fight. You're throwing it back and forth and back and forth. I've never snowballed. 
chances are I'm probably against it because personally, cum is very special to me. <laughs> like, it's not something that I would just take from anyone. Like, you, I just can't just suck everybody's dick and just have everybody nothing in my mouth. That's not something that I've actually had happen, to be honest. It's, it's only been with one person. Most of my stories are with one person. Again, I'm grown, so I've been sucking dick for a while, but as far as swallowing and actually coming face to face, <laughs> coming face to face, <laughs> um, it, that's been within like the last three to four years. So I, I know women who hate it. I know women who run away from it. I am not one of those women. I won't give you all the gory details about where I will let you come, but just to know for that special someone, whoever I may meet. And if I finally take them series and we vibe and it becomes a relationship, chances are I will swallow and babysit your babies. <laughs> I am not drunk. I am not high. I just want to say that I am just so overly excited to talk about sucking penis because it is awesome i'm hoping to get my roommate in on this conversation but she is at work because that is what we do we hustle in this god awful city new york but i want to just you know oh god penis and sucking it and swallowing it it's just everything i just wanted to talk about a few things like you know, oral sex and being healthy about it, being cautious about it, the fetishes around it, different types of like head you can give and things of that nature. And of course, I always try to start off with a definition. And the definition of oral sex is Sexual activity in which the genitals of one partner are stimulated by the mouth of the other, i.e. fellatio or cunnilingus, which I like both. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that is the, the technical definition of oral sex to the regular person. You eating pussy or you sucking dick. However, this episode, we we're talking about sucking dick. So here we go. Yeah. So, I, you know. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm in a mood. So I'm just like my mind. As soon as I say sucking dick, I instantly just envision myself with a glorious. <sighs> anyway, so, yeah, I just wanted to talk about like some of the things I've learned, some of the things I've experienced with giving head and how I got to the point I am with it. Now, I started probably like in my early 20s it wasn't something I was really big into when I was a teenager it wasn't really something I was big into until I got around like 23 24 that's when it became like oh okay not only does he like this I like this too let's do this more and like I said I will suck your dick at any given in the parking lot in the elevator in a, any type of car outside in a public place in an alley wherever you want to suck chances are if i'm with you and i'm down with you i'm definitely gonna suck you off wherever you need me to except for in a restaurant please don't have me going under tables like trying to suck your dick in front of people while they eating their dinner because that's that's even a bit much for me like i would see it and probably be highly aroused but then i would be like morbidly disgusted so don't do that but one of the things i wanted to talk about was Technique, like I don't know everyone's technique. I, I've talked to a circle of friends. I've talked to my roommates about it, one before she moved and my current roommate. Um, we talk about how we, women generally love giving head. And it's just not, it's not even for the benefit of making our man happy. It's because we fucking love it. And it's such a turn on to us so we actually enjoy doing it for our own pleasure and one of the things I like to talk about is I feel like presentation is everything how you give head and how you present giving head to your partner will ultimately determine how your partner feels about receiving head because it's very evident in men like you can automatically turn a man off 
I'm sorry, I have to adjust my seat. You can turn a man off just by you not being into wanting to give him head. So if you're pouting or if you're complaining about wanting to even do it, and then when you do it, you go down there and you're half-hearted and you're like pouting and just making such a big, it's, it's a dick, sis. It's a dick. Sucking to be happy. Like, but if you, if you aren't, happy about sucking it it's ultimately going to like it's going to come off of you and he's going to realize she's not happy with this and then he's not going to be into it and now both of you are just going to be unhappy and he's going to be dissatisfied and that's the last thing you want in this situation you don't want him to be unsatisfied dissatisfied unsatisfied are they are they both were i know unsatisfied is the word this is what you don't want him to not be pleased because you're not into giving head. My thing is giving head like you want to make eye contact and you want to make love to the dick. Like you want to show him that you love giving him head just as much as he loves getting it from you. Put on a show. I moan when I give head and it's not just it's not a ploy. It's not just me saying, oh, if I moan, I'm going to turn him on. No, I moan because I'm into it. Again, I told you, I have been fully on my knees in like a weird split position, giving head and squirted all over the floor because I was just that aroused by giving head to a person that I really genuinely cared about. That's That makes a big difference too, giving head to someone you really care about because it makes it that much more pleasurable for you and for him. But yeah, when you're giving head, don't be dry with it. Like, look into his eyes and moan and talk to him and talk to the dick and make it sloppy. I cannot emphasize that enough. I have told my friends when they ask me about giving head, I will give tutorials. I'm like, you make it sloppy as humanly possible. That is not to be confused. Not to be confused with like drowning him or, I mean, unless you squirt in his mouth then. <laughs> yes, sis. But that is not, don't drown him and like everything from his thighs down are dripping wet with your saliva. Like make it sloppy enough where it's the, like it has a wetness that's equivalent to a vagina. And hell, make it even sloppier if you're a squirter. Hey girl. But yeah, like you don't want it to be too, you don't want it to be too dry, but you don't want it to be extremely messy, wet, like where it's just, you're a mess and, and again, a mess, a little bit of mess is, you know, that's no harm, but you don't want it to be too sloppy. You want, but I mean, put on a show, like let the saliva drip down your neck and let it drip out of your mouth and let it be all over your tits. Like, Put on a show, make the head presentable, turn your man on because guess what? He will come from having, you know, from getting head from you. Like a lot of men say that they don't really come from head. And I guess it just depends on, it could be a mind thing. It could just be the man themselves. But I feel like it's your job to try to make him come as hard and as much as possible when you are giving him head. Another thing if you're not able to give sloppy head, I have a little bit of you know info that I can share with you and some life hacks for those who really, really want to learn how to give sloppy head. Now, when I was giving head, it was wet, but it was never sloppy. This was something that I learned. And I learned this through deep throat training. Again, being a submissive, you will probably do some things sexually that you didn't normally do in like a vanilla relationship. So anal training and deep throat training are probably two of the most important trainings aside from learning how to be your dominant submissive. Those are two of the most important trainings that you will have because if you have a dominant or a master that is into anal sex and oral sex, Chances are they're going to want the anal sex with less hassle, a little bit easier access, and they're going to want the head deep-throated and sloppy. 
So for oof, a while, I did deep throat training where I was able to swallow an entire penis at the most, maybe eight inches, maybe eight and a half, nothing too much bigger or longer than that. And it took a while. Like you have to train your gag reflex to not do anything. Like you have to get used to something at that part of your, at the back of your throat, at that part of your throat, you have to get used to something being there. So when you do get ready to give head or deep throat, you don't throw up. And I've had moments where I've thrown up, but that's another story. And that was because of the intensity of what we were doing, not necessarily because I was just giving him head. But yeah, so you have to you have to train your gag reflex. You have to use different size toys or dildos or fruit or vegetables or whatever you want to use. You want to use a banana or a cucumber or an eggplant if you bout that life, which I am not, by the way. But if you want to train, you have to start little and you have to end up to the size of either your dominant or master or even bigger just to see how wide you can get you know, how wide you can get your throat and how deep you can get things down your throat. I started with a spoon. I would sit a spoon at the back of my throat, not the back of my throat, but like at that edge of where your throat meets your tongue. And I would sit it there. And whenever I felt like I was going to gag, I would take it out and then I would put it back and then I would take it out. And it was a thing. I would do that every day, two times a day for a couple of weeks and then I eventually went to a dildo and the dildo was maybe it wasn't that big it was maybe like four and a half maybe five because it was just something for training purposes it wasn't something that I was using to get off on sexually so I would use that and then I would let it sit at the back of my throat and then I would just relax my throat as it sat in my throat and then I would eventually graduate to something bigger and I would of course, repeat the same technique until I got to the point where a normal sized penis, which I feel like would be anywhere from six and a half inches higher, possibly seven and higher. But I got comfortable to the point where I was able to give him head without gagging, without feeling the urge to throw up. And I was able to deep throat and could literally damn near have a conversation with his penis down my throat. But it takes time to get to that point. So if you want to make it sloppy, if you want to, you know, make it messy for him, deep throating is definitely the way to go. You can, the deeper you go, the more saliva you produce, so the sloppier the head will be. Now, if you are not a deep throat connoisseur or queen the one of the best things I've seen that I used to use before I got into deep throating and you know having the ability to make my own saliva like a little bit more frequent so it would be sloppy is you can chew gum or you can do something sour now I can't remember who I told this to I think it might have been Josh from the talking shit podcast I gave him a life hack. I'm like, okay, if you, you know, you have a girl over or whatever, you should just like randomly keep like lemon heads around just, you know, for shits and giggles. Like if you're over there or she's over at your place, you know, you can just offer, hey, you want some candy? Because in return, it's going to be sour and her mouth is going to be juicy. So if you know you are going to get head, her mouth is already ready for you, bro. Life hack. There you go. You have Kiki to thank for this. Anything sour? Anything that will produce saliva, but if, again, if she is not into deep throating, then you have to, you have to improvise. You have to figure out, okay, well, how are we going to make this sloppy and, you know, not like fucking Sahara Desert dry? Another thing I want to say, do is, again, aside from putting on a show, giving eye contact, making it as sloppy as possible, but not too sloppy where it's fucking messy and then it's gross, is to use your hands. Like, you can do amazing things with giving, like, a double hand job while giving head or just, like, using one of your hands. And do not neglect a man's balls. Like, you can 
fondle with your hands. You can do all of these things with your hands and your mouth as well as give eye contact at the same time. This is, I feel, I can't speak for men because I don't know what it's like to get a dick sucked. I would kill to find out, but I don't know what it's like to get a dick sucked. So I just know you, you want to give them a show. You want to have them mentally stimulated and physically stimulated because that is the key to helping them bust a nut. N-I-E, swallow or not swallow, or have it on your face, have it in your hair, have it on your boobs, have it in your cooch. I don't know. Like, you just, you want to put on a show. You want to make it entertaining because you want to show your man or sex partner or boo or husband or whatever that you enjoy giving him head just as much as he enjoys receiving it. Like I said, um, use your hands. Make it sensual. Make it, make it sensual. Men love, of course, they're, you know, masculine and they're alphas and they're, you know, hunters and gatherers. By nature, they're men, but men enjoy sensuality too. Like not saying that you have to make it all soft and dainty, but just make it where, just make it where you're showing that person that you, you genuinely care for them and you you know you don't have to it doesn't have to be like super fast either you don't have to be like bobbing on his dick like a fucking you know rabbit like make it slow and turn your head and use yeah i'm actually doing this while i'm talking like use motions like circular motions use your tongue lick his shaft lick his balls like for all those who are you know if he's into it lick his ass I, I personally that's a no for me but if you're into if he's into it do whatever will drive him crazy if he likes to be scratched if he wants to be his back grabbed while you're giving him head push him deeper into your mouth and down your throat just do whatever it is that you know makes your man tick when it comes to actually giving him head and one of the things i I briefly talked about as far as like a fetish is snowballing. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is swallowing. So I found this funny, funny term earlier um, when I was thinking about it because I'm like scumbags, snowballers and swallow queens. Like that's the perfect fucking title for this episode. And one of the things I thought about was being able to swallow and enjoy it. So the term I found was swallow queen. And I am pretty certain that is it is a fetish term. And it comes from more than likely just BDSM. Because they love calling people come hungry whores. But <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. So... A swallow queen is a girl with an enormous, they use this word, not me. Thank you, Urban Dictionary. Enormous appetite for thick, gooey loads of cum. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> um, but yeah, so swallow queen is a woman who is completely unapologetic and loves to swallow. Again, this was not something that was always in my MO, but now as an adult, and hopefully I will find a really great guy soon who I could definitely enjoy swallowing. But swallowing it is, is special. Men don't understand it. I'm giving it to you from a woman's point of view. And I wish I could speak for all gay men out there, but I'm sorry, sis, at this point, or I'm sorry, sir, because not everybody likes to be called sis. I'm sorry, y'all. I can't really speak for y'all at this point. I got to speak from a lady's point of view. So swallowing. Men want women to swallow. And again, I was talking to messaging Josh earlier from Talking Shit Podcast. And I had listened to their episode where they were talking about like swallowing and how they don't want um, the women kissing them after they swallow. And I have to say, 
again, I can only speak from a woman's point of view. Men want women to swallow, but don't really want to be bothered with it after the fact that they do. Not knowing in the first place that swallowing is not an easy fucking task. But men, they encourage and urge women to do it so much and just they make it men talk about it, especially men who don't swallow or who are heterosexual men. They don't understand what it's like to have to swallow. It's so easy to convince a woman, oh, just swallow it like it's nothing. But it is an entire mental and physical process that women have to go through to swallow. First of all, that texture is atrocious, like, ugh. It is it's a it's very gooey, like the like Urban Dictionary said. It's a very slippery, slithery, like squishy texture. And a lot of people for the most part are very funny about textures. I for one don't like the texture of avocados or bananas or shrimp. Which is why I eat neither of those, because they are all fucking gross. But it, it's a process. You can't, it's easy to just say, oh, well, just, you know, fucking swallow it. Not knowing that you physically have to do just that. You make it seem like you're giving it to us in a fucking cup and we just have to drink it. First and foremost, if you want to be a hundred with it, you have to wait for it to actually come out. Then not only do you have to wait for it to come out, it has to completely come out so you get a little bit on your tongue and it's literally sitting there that is when your mind starts to kick in like bitch this is on your tongue however most men are not finished when that little bit hits your tongue you still have to wait for the rest of it to get on your tongue all of it and then it sits on your tongue and then you have to mentally process all right girl swallow so it's sat on your tongue for at least 15 seconds and your mind is fully aware of what's happening. And sometimes it makes it hard to swallow. It's like your throat closes. It's like, nope, not coming down here. You're not invited. We don't want them. Who them babies? <laughs> Who them babies? Oh, I can be so Southern sometimes. But it's a mental thing. And it's. I just really want guys to understand that. Like the next time you ask, a woman to just oh just fucking swallow it it's no big deal it actually is because it's not something like it's not just like going to the kitchen and getting water out the brita and just drinking it down like huh done no you it's a waiting process like if you're sitting there and you're waiting for him to come like at this point i'm pretty sure he's jacking it in your face that alone that 15 to 20 seconds alone gives you a moment of clarity and gives you the option to a wait another 15 seconds for it to actually fully hit your tongue and then swallow or b move the fuck out of the way so future reference men it is not that easy to just up and swallow because it doesn't just happen quickly it doesn't happen just like that it it's a process so be easy when it comes to being a little frustrated about women, like women not wanting to swallow because it's not for everybody. And it really is. It, it, it can take a little toll on you mentally because it's not the best tasting thing either. If we have to be completely honest about it. And yes, I will tell men it does depend on your diet. Do not let this pineapple shit fool you. If you are a gym rat and you are taking protein shakes and you're eating high protein, that reflects in your semen and you will taste like a fucking quarter. It's very metallic. So you have to be mindful. It's not just you can't have a high protein diet and try to mix in some pineapple there and think, oh, well, I'm going to taste like pineapple. It's going to be sweet. No, your diet does have it plays a huge component in how your semen tastes. So if you have a lighter diet, then chances are you 
won't taste as metallic-y and you'll have a sweeter taste and a lighter taste which will be a little easier for women to swallow but the moral of the story is men don't think that it's just that easy for women to just swallow like i said it's an entire process so you all have to be very very mindful of that and if some women just can't get past it mentally i basically just told you why because it's not like you're just again offering us like a glass of lemonade like we have to physically sit there and wait for you to come so word to the wise last thing i wanted to talk about because i am getting a little tired is of course as always anything sexually Please, please, please be safe. You can get throat infections. You can get STDs and STIs in your throat. Yeast infections, aka thrush. So please, please, please be mindful and do not swallow everyone. Because every honestly, everyone is not deserving of you swallowing their cum. So be safe. Use condoms if you don't trust the person um enough yet or well personally if you don't trust them enough to have sex with them in any form or if you feel cautious chances are you shouldn't have sex with them but if you want to just be a little bit extra cautious or take good precaution make sure you can use condoms or for like people women dental dams either or um just be careful try to be safe um have fun you know after you give head and you swallow Take the proper measures for dental, oral hygiene, you know, all that good stuff. Okay, fuck, I'm tired. Um, Yeah, it's late and it's Wednesday and I'm tired, so fuck it. But yeah, so that's pretty much going to wrap up this episode. I just, you know, wanted to give you all an update and my views on giving head and how much I love it and how much I have fun doing so so to wrap everything up full circle you know i had a hell of a last couple of weeks oral sex is my favorite thing keep it sensual keep it interesting keep it sloppy keep it deep if you can deep throat try to be safe avoid stds avoid stis uh if you snowball you're a swallow queen high five to all of y'all whatever tickles your fancy hey you like it i definitely love it Again, if you have any questions, concerns, you have you want to know anything about me personally, you can always email me at kinkswithkiki at gmail.com as well as follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr, kinkswithkiki.com. Um, I'm planning to possibly make a Snapchat. I haven't really decided as of yet but once i do i will definitely make it known on the podcast that i officially have a snapchat as well um so once again signing off i am your dose of black girl in this kinky ass world and until next time whatever mood you know i'm in or whatever tickles my fancy to talk about that's disgustingly interesting with you people i definitely will so i am signing off Bye.